welcome to Dramas with a Side of Kimchi, the fangirl party every drama fan wants to join. Grab your kimchi and face masks, and let's chat Asian dramas. I'm Carrie the Mockney. I'm Drama Geek. I'm K-Drama Jen. And I'm K-Muse. Don't forget that we have a Patreon page. We have a monthly episode we release exclusively for our patrons. Our patrons also get an exclusive invitation to our Discord server, where we chat daily about the dramas we're watching, participate in group watches, and support each other in our drama addiction. We are currently group watching the drama Weightlifting Fairy, which will be followed by Signal. So if you're interested in this, be sure to check out our Patreon. The link is in our show notes. So talking about our Discord, it just so happens that once again, we have chosen a topic because Discord people were talking about it and we are suckers for something that's being talked about. <laughs> I, I'm just calling ways. it as it is. Like right. We are definitely the, the people that look for the shiny new thing. Like, oh, Ooh. something's new. And thanks to Drama Geek and Discord, we have started the show, The Starry, Starry Love? The Starry Love. Love. Yes. All right, I would just like to say that I would like to make Asian countries take out every title that has the word starry, love, doctor, lawyer. What are some of the other ones? (laughs) And over and over again. They need to get more creative on their titles because they just blend so much. I think it's the translation too. Yeah. Like I think that they're very similar in their translations all the time. It's yeah true, you know it's just killing me it's like i can't remember the titles anymore i'm yeah. the eternal love <laughs> the eternal love the eternal love yeah do we mean 10 <laughs> miles of peach blossoms or do we mean yeah. see 10 miles of peach blossoms i know what that is mm-hmm. right. you know when that's a title yeah, but not when it's called the eternal love because that's it the is. other title <laughs> yep but this um, one is called the starry love and mm. while it has a really stupid title, it is a brilliant show, and we're so excited oh, to talk about so it. So much fun. Mm-hmm. So let's start with a quick synopsis. The synopsis is, the queen of the human tribe gave birth to twin girls. Respected by the entire tribe, the older sister, Ching Kui, who is gentle and kind, is betrothed to the heavenly prince. The younger sister, Yi Tan, smart and cunning, shunned by her own people, is betrothed to the demon prince of the void realm. Due to a mix-up, the two sisters are married off to the wrong husbands. It paves the way for two beautiful romances and also ignites a conspiracy that shakes the four realms. To begin with, we'll be chatting spoiler-free and we'll warn you when we switch to spoilers. And just so you guys know, we'll be discussing episodes 1 through 15 and there will be future episode or podcasts for the future episodes. So we will be podcapping the entire drama so Mm. let's start that's through episode 15 and no further (laughs) yes for anybody drama um, (laughs) just so you know i rewatched 10 through 15 today so that i would be really like ready to go (laughs) all right so um, let's chat about our romantic leads and what we like or dislike about them. Gosh, I don't, I mean, maybe I dislike some things. I like them all anyway, because <laughs> I don't have a lot. 
of dislikes so far. Maybe it comes later. But so you've got the heavenly prince, which are his his betrothed, because they're maybe in later episodes they're actually married, but they get betrothed off to each other. There's no there's no marriage that takes place um, when the mix up happens or whatever. But so she likes to call him Heartless Shaodan, and that's the heavenly prince, and he has saved himself off to the side in a next to his his tree (laughs) there's a tree there's always a tree the love tree is like the chinese you know Um, i don't even know his emotion tree Mm -hmm. because he takes and he siphons off his emotions and puts them in like either in the tree or in like bubbles and sends them off so that he can uh cultivate up to the gosh, I wish I remembered the name of what they call it. The the perfect. Well, first oh, yeah. that was the imperfect celestial body, and right. then it's the perfect, perfect celestial, celestial body. body. Wasn't right. it the golden perfect celestial golden. body? <laughs> I, there was golden in that translation right. somewhere. So he's working toward this so that he can save all four realms. So he 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 has this duty that's put upon him when he's only twelve hundred years old. Poor little guy. He's <laughs> he's like seven or eight or something. In when you look at his you know mm-hmm. size and mental whatever. But so he and then he spends fifteen hundred years doing this. So he is it's technically emotionless which is why she calls him heartless. And he has to, you know, he doesn't really have a lot of, he's very straight faced, very stoic. And then chaos ensues because of the other, her, who he actually ends up being betrothed to. So what are our feelings on? So uh, I heartless shout out. I love, I love them together bouncing off one another and the comedic aspect of how that plays out with her um trying to live with him <laughs> trying to <laughs> trying to survive in the heavenly realm where everybody is a stick in the mud pretty much <laughs> uh but I, I i love that about him and then there's some stuff in the later episodes i love um just he's very like selfless throughout all no matter which like version of him but i love just the way he interacts with her and how they kind of grow as a couple. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I dislike anything about him so far. I mean, he's a stick in the mud, a stoic, but like, you know, that's just part of his character and he actually does it pretty well. So, well, and he hasn't had any that. human interaction in 1500 years. So it kind of makes Except sense for his little uh, dragonfly dude or whatever. <laughs> but even then he was as a dragonfly, he wasn't human. So yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> but yeah, I like him too. There's a lot. I love his noble aims and I love that she's the only one that can really unsettle him. And I thought it was an interesting touch that he doesn't like human contact at this point. Mm. Like anytime that somebody goes to touch him, he flinches except, and I don't think this is spoiler, but as things go on, Yetan, you know, she just, she is very forceful. And so he gets to the point where he accepts her touch because there's no, there's no way around it. He's going, <laughs> she's going to touch him. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, goodness. I agree. I really, I like his character. Um, It's really, really hard to do this without spoilers. So I'm just going to say, you know, um, everything you guys have talked about, you know, at this point in the drama, um, he is, he's been cultivating so that he 
on purpose is completely kind of detached so that he can go and do this big task that has been set before him, which is like to repair the seam and the, I can't remember what it's called. I want to say guishu. I, yeah. Something something like it's like, like a yeah. rip in the fabric of. Exactly. Time space continuum. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 Something that kind of keeps the, um, cause the wisps or whatever come through. Mm-hmm. So I think it, key it, and they said it when they introduced the, the the beginning, like the intro, is that they created the seal that keeps all of the bad things kind of at bay. In chaos mm-hmm. and what yeah, so yeah. the chaos and all of that is kept out. Yeah, like kind of like the evil chi from Fairy Fairy and Devil. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. similar. Yeah. All right. So, and I really like his character. He grew on me. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. he definitely is a little too stoic to begin with, but once she starts getting into his nerves, it's really quite cute. It's really <laughs> cute. Yeah. Yeah. It is. And I like her. I, okay. So, Yetan, the wannabe void princess, she is the who ends up in the heavenly, heavenly realm. She is just, she is an element of chaos. And she gets sequestered from birth because she was born under an inauspicious sign, which is just like, really? Seriously, you can do that to a baby? But mm. anyway, so she doesn't draw withdraw into herself. Instead, she is very strong. She learns a lot. She actually forms a bond with her twin sister. And she learns how to fight. I mean, she just, she does everything she can to improve herself. And she has just this vitality to her that cannot be repressed. And so it makes her a great princess. And she's very much like everything she does is either to break away from her dad or to protect her sister. Mm -hmm. And so I just, I really like her. She's, I mean, we walk into this story and she's a complete character already. There's things to improve, obviously, since she's still kind of selfish and young. But overall, she's just, she's admirable. I like her. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think she's just spunky. And I mean, you learn over time, just some of the things that she's been through. Um, As you said, she was born under this inauspicious sign. So daddy was not so kind to her, whereas he was, he doted on her sister and you get to see a lot of that. And instead of turning like awful and bitter, she has become very resourceful and smart and sassy and I just love that she actually wants to be the void princess. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's been researching and like learning about the void and um, and and kind of fangirling over them. And I, I just <laughs> think that she's adorable. So and she's great when she actually gets to interact with Heartless uh, Xiaodian. Mm-hmm. I'm always a sucker for like kind of a ornery bad girl because not that she's evil or anything but she wants to be kind of evil (laughs) and so it's really cute it's just she's so likable that it's impossible for everyone not to fall in love with her as hard as as our hero try not to right away (laughs) well and yeah so we'll go into spoilers later but yeah (laughs) yes well, and that's what's funny about her because of the mix-up. Like everybody in the heaven, heavenly realm is just f- expecting this perfect, <laughs> sweet, and even the the real princess that was supposed to go. I mean, she would have played the role, but I still don't think that that she would have been quite what they were expecting. Like they right. were expecting a 
female version of like him, but like, mm-hmm. sorry, she didn't spend 1500 years cultivating to become <laughs> like this perfect pure soul or whatever. And so they get the, they're just so confused by her of like, but she's supposed to have all this etiquette and poise and, you know, she's just supposed to be so perfect. And she comes in and I just love how she shakes up, not just him, but like, I feel like the only person she hasn't been able to touch and maybe affect a little bit is the the dad. The, um, but all his, dads his are dad. jerks except for Void Daddy. So, <laughs> I mean, honestly, Void Daddy's kind of a jerk too. But okay. yes, yeah. but he's, yeah. he at least is equal Attractive. opportunity jerk. And he's, oh, oh. Yeah, he's hot. Okay. We'll talk about Boy Daddy later. <laughs> right now, we're talking about apparently the main leads. Apparently, yes, we're talking about the main leads, the main people in this show. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I just love he's the only one that still is kind of like a, the main stick in the mud, or you know, he's just he he doesn't even. I don't know. I just I don't even like the way he treats his son a lot of the times. But mm-hmm. I just love that she's able to even the 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 people that he was closest to when he was young mm-hmm. that she kind of touched them and brought them into her world although they she made them very sad at some time <laughs> we'll talk about that with spoilers maybe but I that's what I love about her of like she's not this perfect person but she just comes in and kind of uh shocks them and they don't know what to do with her but she makes the she makes the best of her situation I think that's probably my favorite thing about her character of like even when she thought she was going to get married to the whatever void prince she was going to make the best of it and the only reason she even had to you know did anything to change what was happening is because she was worried about her sister you know so like she just Mm -hmm. kind of okay fine I'm in the heavenly realm these people are boring but we're just gonna make the best of it (laughs) well and I also like that when she started acting up the the heavenly empress was immediately like oh I like her yeah she well her son coming back and not wanting to even touch her. Mm-hmm. I mean, can you imagine that as a mom? Even Mm-mm. if you're a heavenly mm-hmm. realm mom, like <laughs> that hurt her. She was yeah. she was like, no, that that that's it's not worth it. You know, whatever. Right. I know he needs to save the world and everything, but I want to <laughs> hug my baby. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh. Well, and the dad's just like, oh well, but he's the perfect, the perfect specimen of a man. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, he fulfilled his duties well. Yeah. Meanwhile, in the realm of the void world, we mm. have our void third prince, and he's lovely. I mean, he's diabolical, and he's probably in some ways very well matched to Etan because mm-hmm. like they are both kind of mischievous and conniving and, and um like uh, strategic about the way they think about things. But um, so he, and. I don't know when we get to the it's not really a spoiler to say that he's sort of behind some of the things that happen with the mix up. Mm-hmm. So um he's he's really interesting. He has a background that you learn about that where he's coming from really kind of a similar kind of treatment that Etan had and um he is trying to you know he's the third prince. There's a first and a second. And um, and he is certainly not the favored one. And so um, just seeing he's got a lot of potential for character growth, which I absolutely love. Um, 
and he's got a gorgeous mane of hair that's his own. Um, <laughs> and uh, I I really love his character, especially once we get to spoilers and I can talk more. Well, and to round out our four leads, we have who I call the Hiller Princess, which is um, the perfect twin that was was uh who had the uh, is it auspicious no yes yep yes. this was the auspicious sign. she had the right. auspicious sign so she was given everything and treated really beautifully by the dad who thought nothing could go wrong with her and so she was trained and taught how to read and all the things you would want in a princess and she was going to go up to the heavenly realm however uh Fate decided she was not going to, and she ended up being the princess that went to the void. And she did it gracefully and beautifully, and she is so beautiful and calm and kind. And I love that her being being a healer isn't just like a random off chance thing. She really yeah. does embody everything it is. To be like a doctor or someone who cares about people and wants to heal their wounds. And she's just so enjoyable, but so different than her sister. And I love that they're not the same person and that they're two different actresses and they have two very different, complete personalities that are fully developed. And she's just perfect as the other princess. And they care about each other so much, which yes. I think is really important for this drama because there's not the sister rivalry. Like at first I was like, oh no, you're going to have the good sister and the bad sister. And, but it's not like that at all. The other thing to know is that they can feel each other's pain. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's important going in if you're, you know, even spoiler free, just um, so they're very well, they're connected. Mm -hmm. I thought that was used pretty ingeniously. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I have to say, if Void Third Prince and um, Yetan actually got together, I think that would like destroy the four realms. I agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're yeah. Dangerous. They wouldn't have been able to um, tame each other's mm -hmm. quests because, you know, she'd be all like, let's go burn it to the ground. Yes. Whereas she has to learn that maybe everything isn't all evil. So Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's it's So with the the healer princess, very happy that she's not um, evil or whatever. But like if if the wannabe void princess, Yutan, if she had gone down there, I feel like the only person in all the realms she would have cared about that much. Well, maybe not the only person because she's got her beast. Um, realm friends or whatever but really when it came down to it would have been her sister and that's it like mm -hmm. she would have you know and at the, the the third prince like he's kind of got his secondhand guy and then he's got his mom and like that's all he really cares about as well so like like the two of them together would have been a very they would have been the power couple and they're uh, you know but they would have had to go up against the uh heartless shao dan and he would have stayed the heartless shao dan and so that <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Who knows? Like, I feel like the the poor healer princess would have been the one that would have suffered in all of that. Agreed. So it was a good thing that they got switched. <laughs> but <laughs> I have to say, I didn't get to talk about the third prince that much. And though later on there will be lots of talk about bearded hotties 
and everything. I want to point out that when it comes to the online, like who's talking about what third prince's picture is the one that's being sent around the most. He oh, is absolutely. a huge draw for this drama. He is the hottie of the hotties in the, in the drama. Not that the heavenly prince isn't, but he's still kind of, I don't know. He's, they work well together and I like him, but when you're looking at aesthetically, at least like <laughs> the flowing hair and the, just the, like him and his second guy, their, their chemistry and the snarkiness and everything. He, he's a huge draw and he's got a, he's got a decent character where you don't dislike him or anything like that. So he's a, yeah, he's yes. a plus plus as far and as like, it is both the heavenly princesses actress and his first drama. So mm -hmm. they are both doing amazingly well, considering this is their first leads. So Wait. Absolutely. So it, I knew it was, I think I knew it was his, but the, the healer yeah. princess? Yeah, no, I or the, when I figured that out when I was researching for our blog post. Oh, so she's done, yeah. they've done other dramas, just never leads, right? Is well, that what you're he's saying? Never, right? He's done two movies before this, like as gotcha. a very side character. Gotcha. So this is yeah. his first real anything. Mm. And then um, I didn't think she was in much of anything either. I think I, I looked and she was in a couple of things. I maybe, predict but it's just like it will, side characters. It wasn't. Yeah. I predict it will not leads. be his last. He no. will definitely be catapulted to the top of the list because he's definitely amazing in this. Mm -hmm. And I love that she has taken the good princess and made her interesting and not boring. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. it, it could have been very easy to fall into the kind of the sainted sister or whatever role but she just she's interesting and she's intense and a lot of it comes from her love for her sister and so I, I I think having them be bonded instead of against each other like you pointed out K-Drama Jen just makes it so that they have a better dynamic that way mm -hmm. it's richer I agree okay so I'm checking and she's just a supporting role and a or a guest role and mm. everything else so gotcha. this is her only lead role crazy gotcha. Yeah, she's and good. she's only been acting since 2019. Mm. So she's relatively a newbie. Gotcha. She's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Like, I yeah. just, am, every time I see her in her little, I mean, eventually, well, she's got like these little um, hair pieces that she's wearing. And oh my gosh, she's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she's got one of those smiles that just lights up her whole yes. face. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's great. Right. So I'd say we're on her side. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. So everything is not all flowers and sausages. I know that K-Muse wrote that because I... <laughs> your love that's for a, sausages. That's a K-Muse-ism. Yes, yes. All right. So let's talk about style and set design, CGI and sound editing. That is a lot to shove into one question, but all right. So I do like the styling. Like some people in the discord have taken to comparing the heavenly realm and the void realm, like for their styles mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and heavenly realm could be kind of boring it's very much it's okay the comparisons to fairy and devil are just going to happen because it's very much a similar a similar setup not the same definitely not the same story but a similar but setup with fairy and devil they had a budget where they could get more than one visual look <laughs> right yeah. Yeah. here that's what i meant i'm not okay. saying that they're ugly or anything i'm just saying they have one look and that's it. 
Mm-hmm. Like there's no extras. <laughs> there's no <laughs> different cuts. There's no extra head pieces. There's, you know, it's, <laughs> you get your visual and that's that. <laughs> that's true. And I think it works. Like, I don't think I could choose between living in the heavenly realm and the void realm because I like them for different reasons. The heavenly realm does not feel <laughs> sterile at all. It's very clean, but it's not sterile. I think we have different definitions of set design because <laughs> it is so sterile. There's nothing there. It's a bunch mm-hmm. of blocks. Yeah. Like, like even when they're carrying okay. off all the stuff from one I know, house it's to like, the next, it's I'm like, are, yeah, like <laughs> okay, there is that. I was just thinking like, I don't know. To me, it's more the like the lighting and stuff because it could be really strong and harsh and like overemphasizing the, the whiteness and the cleanliness. So maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I don't know. I liked the pond that they had to cross in the beginning, but that's, that's the only really living thing that and the, well, stuff that we can't talk about yet anyway, but, um, the void realm, like the, the purple, that's a lot of purple. Well, it's a lot of white. In the <laughs> that's no true. So, all right. I don't know where I'm supposed to go with that. Anyway, so there's the commentary on that. The CGI I haven't paid attention to. And yeah, where were you going with all of this in the sound editing? Yeah, because the sound editing, she's pointing it because the sound editing is not that great. Like if I didn't have subtitles half the time, I wouldn't be able to hear what the people are saying because they have the music and stuff kind of loud over the dialogue. Like they just, I don't know. So they just don't know how to balance it out. It's not, I feel like as we're going further, it's getting a little bit better, but I mm-hmm. do feel like the first five episodes or so, or yeah. Cause we were watching, yeah. we watched episode one together. Um, I watched it the second time with you guys or whatever. I don't yeah. know. Did I watch it three times? We I don't know. I just watched it one no, you and watched then it with you. With yes. Yeah. And then, and we, then watched we watched episode five or six. Yeah. Right. Together. together. So even in five, five or six, we were sitting it there. Was, we, were ta- we were noticing it. Yeah. It was, it's loud. It's just, there. there's an, it's kind of, it's not as bad as when we went to go see. Um, Illinois. Yeah. Kate, yeah. Alienoid was. It was in your face, super like, oh my gosh, I need like earplugs at some of them. So it's not that bad, but. That's because someone has a bombastic love of 80s music (laughs) or film. Yeah, the 80s music is. And they really went for it. They did. (laughs) Yeah. And that's not a bad thing because I liked some of the music, but it definitely over crowds dialogue Mm -hmm. and sometimes like when the magic stuff is happening like the pew 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 like that kind of stuff (laughs) gets really loud entered star wars there for a minute with my kids and when they like to do the noises (laughs) but yeah like when oh that person's fighting that person the oh the sounds of the you know all that kind of stuff it, it can get <laughs> overwhelmingly loud it might be more you are not allowed just... to edit that out <laughs> i know i was like i won't i won't it might be more amusing just to listen to, to K-Muse <laughs> make all of the sound effects <laughs> but... Wait, what does the sword sound like <laughs> that sounds about right of what we yeah. got except mm-hmm. increase the sound like it's increased so it, to summarize, I feel like the strongest point, the strongest thing for this drama really is the story and the characters. Like, I feel like those two things are what's really strong. Everything else is like, 
it's doing a decent job, but it might not be if you were comparing it to and people will the fairy and devil or whatever like mm-hmm. that. Uh, it's there probably as not as good. Thorns. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there is a tree. There is a tree. A tree. I love tree. I, I actually but... like I like the void realm um, outfits, actually, especially mm-hmm. the what the healer princess wears. But mm-hmm. um, but other than that, I really don't have a lot to say about stuff like set design and blah 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 because <laughs> i'm more interested in you know the hey you were Daddy. right with me when we were talking <laughs> okay. about the sound editing one... yes right but also For the sure. one scene where he's going to close the chasm yes and it's yeah. like it, it was very much like so, wait, old what, style what was it again amber what was the sound <laughs> he was making what was kids are dorks no like all of the cgi in that looked oh, very yeah what yeah. is it called the power rangers oh yeah. yes yeah, yeah. power rangers yeah. but there were Finish. other scenes that were better but mm-hmm. there were some definite scenes where they're like well we're gonna cut costs here mm-hmm. and you could tell agreed so can we talk about the plot? Because are we enjoying the plot of the sisters being mixed up and hooking up with their sisters' intended husbands? Note that there's a little note for me that says spoiler free. I mean, it doesn't actually <laughs> say spoiler free K-drama Jen, but pretty much means that I'm sure. Um, <laughs> I was just reminding whoever got this uh-huh, one. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And, and here I am. Gentle reminder. Okay. So, <laughs> yes, I'm enjoying that. I think, I mean, we've sort of alluded to it. The fact that that opposites attract kind of thing, like they're the perfect match for each other in each of the realms. The The mix up was clearly meant to be. Um, and I really love that, that they're equally try. I mean, like they're equally in their own ways like pushing up up against the expectations and the barriers that their significant other has um whether that's a, you know social like a emotional kind of barrier or whatever and i like that they're challenging norms and um it's really good it's i'm really enjoying it well and i enjoy that it's both ways cuz so often we get oh, well, the girl has to change the guy's personality so they blend well and they're happy. But this is just as equally the guys are shifting the girls' outlooks on life mm-hmm. just as much mm-hmm. as the girls are shifting the guys. And so it really is a unified shift in well-rounding each other's personalities. It, I really like it for all four of them. It's not just mm-hmm. one couple or the other couple. Mm-hmm. They are equally as interesting and different and it's just fascinating how they've made me care about two couples just as equally as because usually you have your favorite. Yeah. Yeah. But this time you don't. Yeah. I agree. So I, I feel like it's a what is interesting to me is is how much each of their childhood um, has really played into who they are as the not that everybody's childhood doesn't play into that, but like the, just the, the characterizations of like, especially the sisters, because you have this one dad, he's all so the heavenly father and the the human uh, king, emperor, whatever, they both suck. And the worst one of all <laughs> is the the human dad. He's just it doesn't matter. Like, I don't care what the stars said. You don't treat your daughter the way that he treated her. It was horrible. And 
we don't like him, but the them both being treated the way that they were treated. And then when they're going off into the, to their separate realms or whatever, how meeting the other person helps them kind of see the world the way that it should be versus that narrow view of what they're, how they were raised, uh, made them feel, you know, cause yes, the other girl got, was treated much better and thought she understood her, her sister, but things happen where it helps her kind of see a more rounded view of like, Oh, you know what? I guess I didn't ever really understand her completely <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> so I love how that mix up is definitely, and even the guys, you know, whatever their parents or the upbringing that they had to face that being paired with the other sister is also helping them. So I, that's what I like about the, the mix up of, of them is how much that helps both of them kind of overcome, uh, their childhood and see the world differently, which is going to hopefully play into that. The two realms don't annihilate each other in the future. Cause that's what, you know, I don't know about it. I can't give you a spoiler because I haven't seen, I don't know what's going to happen, but like, yeah, that's, that's, that's to come. Like that's the worry is cause that's kind of what they're pitted against each other. They hate each other versus the other realms are just kind of like, Oh, we should have to stand back and watch to see what they do and try not to die. And try not to tie. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I also think it's interesting that the girls, I mean, Yetan kind of fights against her position, but only because she's trying to go save her sister. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, they accept the situation. Like they're not wishing that they were elsewhere. And so their acceptance of, of their position and their acceptance of the person that they're eventually going to marry, I think is also playing into the fact that, that they're kind of, that they're both learning together and growing together and this just well-roundedness of these relationships. So do our couples have chemistry? And I think we've already answered this because we love them so flipping much. They have an amazing chemistry and they're totally swoony and I love their support of each other and they are just epic. So yes, tons of chemistry. So much chemistry, so much chemistry. And as we move forward you see it more and more and more. Um, I cannot refute that. I like. I feel like at the beginning, when the the void couple came together, they had more chemistry than the mm-hmm. other. Agreed. So without spoilers, like then there's some things that happen to the other couple that really brings out their feelings for each other. And that really sparks their chemistry for me. So like at first they weren't really quite balanced. And then now I feel like they're balanced in, and, and actually the other couple is a little bit like, Oh, okay. Now you're going to have to do some swoony things to catch up. But I, it's not, a that's what I love about it is not a competition necessarily. It, they're completely different people and they're going to have ups and downs and highs and lows. And sometimes they're going to have more chemistry than not. And but they have a different kind of chemistry and I love both couples. So, okay. So let's jump now to spoilers. Yay. Let, ding, yeah. ding, ding. <laughs> we get to talk about all the spoilers through episode 15. We need so, some sound effects, K-Muse. <laughs> yes, K-Muse. I don't have sound effects, K-Drama Jen. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I was sleeping. <laughs> okay. So because we have so many things we need to get through, let's start off with our wannabe Void Princess Tan and Heavenly Realm Prince. 
Um, how do they work as a couple? Spoilers. So yeah. we can talk about the 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 moment I feel like the leading up to when he has to go and sacrifice himself for the the good of the world. And then when she thinks that he's dying, because her feelings towards him get so consumed with wanting to remove the iridescent eye thingy or whatever yes. it is. Or like she's so focused on that which brings about a lot of funny things that happen of her trying to remove it and her swindling and (laughs) gambling and everything. So she's so focused on that, that it it takes away from them, like necessarily like having moments as a couple, except for funny, like comedic moments. But then Mm -hmm. as she realizes what he's doing and what's going to happen, and then like the emotional moment of like her screaming into the vortex, Um, Mm -hmm. even though the CGI and stuff wasn't great, but like her screaming into the vortex and like him sacrificing and trying to, you know, shield her from that when he, he left and didn't let her know and all of that, like it was such a good emotional buildup and then her pretty much shifting. Cause yes, she's trying to protect her sister, but now he's important to her, you know, and he's always like, even from the beginning, even though she's like, okay, this is not the bride that I expected. And I really didn't want to get married. I feel like pretty soon after she gets there, he wants to protect her and take care of her and that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. But like, it took her a while to like, it helped that she drugged him for a bit. (laughs) (laughs) She drugged him. Yeah. Yeah. She ate the, she ate the special berries that mm-hmm. made him that help fertility. Yeah. Oh, and she blew into his face. Yes. Oh, <laughs> was, he was. Oh, bombing. yes. That's bombing, so that. Our, yeah. That, <laughs> like, yes. I watched a lot. See, I've been going back and forth between this and like, uh, singing competitions. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> But that I feel like that is like their their turning point. And it really helps that I have watched at least enough of these types of dramas now that I get the rhythm of the storylines, yes. like the 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 plot, like what is okay. So we get the bill of when they don't like each other and they're falling in love, but then we're also going to now go into the human realm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and right. other things are gonna happen in the human yes. realm that are also going to mold their their relationship yep and so now and probably bring them closer together um for both couples this is happening at the same time they happen to have to go to the human realm at the same time which one was caused by the other but i i feel like now that they're going into the human realm then that there's going to be more growth and everything to their relationship but this is like the the turning point of when he's going to sacrifice himself and she finally is like oh wait a minute i would I, I thought she was going to throw herself into the vortex. <laughs> yeah, I thought there so for a too. second. Yeah. I, I did was too. Just like, wow, she's really committed. She's just going to sacrifice herself. She did it, <laughs> but uh, it, that's that was probably the big point for their relationship for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, for me, the I think they work well as a couple. We talked about like that kind of give and take. Um, she really pestered him into loving her and or having feelings for her and um and but some of my favorite scenes I can't believe she ate the cow like that was <laughs> hilarious ate the cow while corrupting the brother she corrupted yes. everyone she came to cross oh my gosh that was so funny and 
Um, I'm so glad I got to watch that with K-Muse because <laughs> uh, we laughed. I can't remember if was was Drama Geek there by then or I don't think earlier? so. Yeah, I don't think so. For that particular one, we just laughed and laughed and laughed. Because I'm like, oh no, not the sacred cow. When we saw the, <laughs> the bell on the table, like it, there was no doubt. Oh um, yeah. And then later on, they're like, and she also, because everyone went to him like, oh, the sacred crane eggs and the, who, the, the they tree, only the tree. The she burnt it. Yeah, his special tea, because she made tea eggs out of the crane eggs. Mm-hmm. And then he, his little dragonfly friend is like, and she also did something to someone else. Um, <laughs> you. And <laughs> that Ultimate was, chaos amazing mm-hmm. so th- what that do was... they expect when they make her eat air that's just uh-huh. messed up no kidding they it's expect like... her to start becoming an immortal right away it's like no 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 clearly they're inexperienced yes they've never yes. had a, a, a mortal daughter-in-law so or potential daughter-in-law so um but i just that was great and then um i would say favorite scenes between this couple would be um, like the ones where she's like pestering him. I think those are really great. Um, and then um, we are in the mortal realm. Um, we've only just gotten there when we're thinking about episode 15. Um, but there's some potential in the mortal realm for them to have some good scenes as well. So, um, but I, I also agree with Drama Geek, the one where she's like screaming into the void. That was really powerful. One of the scenes that stood out most to me, I love when they just came, they're now betrothed, and they have to cross the invisible bridge. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That scene was so (laughs) much fun. And she's like terrified. Her eyes are closed and she's like, (laughs) (laughs) but then they make it. And then he's like dragging her across, like, shut up, just let's get this over with. And it's supposed, the bridge is supposed to like signify how like so they're tightly they're faded, faded. Yeah. and mm-hmm. it turns into this immaculate elaborate bridge and everyone's kind of like what the crap yeah. <laughs> you know obviously this is not the bridge that every couple gets to cross mm-hmm. but they get across it and she has no clue because her eyes are screwed shut and he's dragging <laughs> her across <laughs> even though he's kind of like really faded to this you yes, know yes. <laughs> i loved it it was so much fun it was adorable and i loved it so same well and oh, i love that i was gonna mm. say also the part where she put her stocking garters onto her head <gasps> and above yes so because that was so her she was so mm-hmm. ornery and <laughs> it was. was just so funny and i love too when she has to go to the mortal realm to find his the three parts of him and how it, it takes her a hot minute to connect with the fire demon version mm-hmm. of him. But once she does, how they just like him softening and starting to turn towards her and to really connect with her. It's like he finally has all the barriers that built up during his cultivation have dropped away. And so now we get to see what he honestly would have been like with her without his kind of his need to be noble and save the four realms and so I just I really like that granted he's not the most intelligent version of himself (laughs) he's got a lot of learning to do like 
It reminded me of Encino Man just a little yes. bit. He looked yes. like Adam Driver. That's what I thought the whole time he had the little weird beard. It's like, Such oh my god, horrible beard. He looks like Adam Driver. <laughs> well, some of us, that's she, not a bad thing. She shaves yeah. his face as she part does, of her. Um, yeah. And I love the pink hair. I think it's yeah. awesome. And I just, are we going through all three? Anyway, I also like how their romance is balancing their progression because like she caused chaos in the heavenly realm and then when he's in the mortal realm he causes chaos and then so they have to make up for each other and so mm. they're kind of on their own learning journeys there and i like and that I reflection that she realized it she's mm-hmm. like well i was kind of a jerk to you and now i'm getting my karma you know <laughs> but she's like fine i'll deal with it but man this sucks <laughs> you know <laughs> that was cute having mm-hmm. to find the shards is um yeah that's oh that's so good I want I want to talk about the others, but right. we'll have to wait. I, I have seen like um, when I was looking for more episodes, I've seen a tiny little bit of snippet of like later episodes of a different shard. And I'm like, oh, I yes. can't wait to get to him. Yes. <laughs> I'm very excited. <laughs> yeah, I do love, though, that the what we'll see with the shards and we're already seeing it with the fiery, right, is that a lot of those things that he had tried to push away from himself, right? Mm-hmm. Like the anger and the, you know, those kinds of things that we're going to see some of his temptations get <laughs> personified, which I love. Wow. <laughs> well, I also like that they showed when he was fiery, his strong desire to connect with other people. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's an, it was a nice kind of foiled to his not touching anyone when he returned from cultivation see mm-hmm. that he does want that yeah. this is good writing y'all it, it is, is really good it is all right so favorite scenes with healer princess and third void prince i mean is it cheating to say all of them <laughs> 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 no i like their dynamic and i like that as conniving as he is, because obviously he spent years just pulling strings and making political moves because he's trying to gain power in the void court. And all of a sudden he's like, at first he was just going to use her as a pawn. And now he's like growing to the point where she is kind of his goal. Like when he defends her ability to to have the healing clinic, Mm -hmm. which was, that was so weird up until episode 15, when they finally explained why no healing was allowed in the void Mm -hmm. realm. I was just like, that was a weird thing to ban, but okay, (laughs) y'all. Anyway, but then, so he starts working with her and kind of pulling strings for her. And so I still don't fully trust him with her. Like at the moment, I still think he would kind of, he would not necessarily intentionally hurt her, but he would put his own priorities over her. But he's starting to see where she fits into his life. And I like that. And so she's, she's doing the thing where she's helping him see beyond his political ambitions and then he's helping her gain confidence in herself like the whole journey to her becoming the lead healer in the void realm that was spurred by him Mm -hmm. and his support so I like I like that they're having kind of a different growth journey than Heavenly Prince and Yaitan so it's been interesting to watch I like them too I feel like this one is just I this one is like a gut punch kind of feel like when they're together or when he has to um, like, you can tell that he just, he really likes her in his head. He has to become the crown prince in order to get her. Cause she's the crown princess. 
And so that dynamic keeps kind of getting in, into like a combination of like, he wants her because she's the crown princess, but he actually really likes her as well. And he does such, this actor does such a great job of like changing his expression slightly so that he's just utterly adorable. Like he goes from, you know, being all sinister looking to like, real, you know, having his little smirk. Um, one of my favorite scenes was actually when um, she thought she had killed the the henchman of the for, or the mm. second prince, mm-hmm. where you know he uses magic to turn him so that the guy lands on her hairpin, mm-hmm. and the way he just like smirks off to the side, like when he's like, "I got her," you know, like now I'm not saying that's a, a favorite couple moment necessarily, but just <laughs> like I feel like it really. Um, I love it because it illustrates kind of where they were and then where they kind of are ending up because you can tell he really likes her. And um, I think probably one of my favorite scenes so far that I can talk about is um, meeting his mom when, Mm. you know, where his mom, like, first, like, she, first of all, she decides that she has to, like, cobweb everything you know? <laughs> because he Mom, told you're and, yeah. Yeah. he told her that she's a decrepit and yes. ill and barely yes. hanging on and it's hard to live and, yes. and so she had and she's very stylish and a very stylish yes um concubine consort, woman yes. consort yes mm-hmm. but she threw out the leaves and the fake <laughs> spider webs to, awesome. to trick the um, girl and then afterwards she gets out her big um like i mean her it's interrupted switch. but she yeah. gets out her switch that has the thorns and has the yeah. oil on it um, like, you're, you're not good enough for her exactly. <laughs> that was the best <laughs> yeah so it was that was, i loved that but they're just oh the two of them though when void prince and um the healer princess are together the way they look at one another i just feel like it just it hits my heart like they're just i love them i think one of my favorite scenes is when he transforms his what do you call it his dungeon oh yes oh like, yeah the yes cave when he transforms his or whatever his yeah, the- dungeon where he takes people to be tortured and he makes it into like this nice little place for her to hide out while he goes off to war to keep her safe Mm -hmm. and he puts like um like tapestries on the walls and brings all the food and there's like a zither and you know there's all these like luxuries that he has carted in for her and unexpectedly she has to run and her his brothers are sent there to be punished and <laughs> that was <laughs> like, what is going on you know is this this isn't a dungeon but Why then like food later and then second prince is like crying to his mommy because he's like he's like and it seemed like it was like he was inviting us and it was like a reception and then he hit us really hard <laughs> so there's some great moments the same room but earlier in the their meeting my favorite part is when he he's he takes the blame for the the murder of Mm -hmm. the second prince's guy Mm -hmm. and goes to this 
horrible, horrible place. And it's, he runs it. Like the guys are his guys. So he's just sitting there doing the same thing. He's like lounging, eating, you know, whatever. I think they were just drinking tea. She mm-hmm. shows up because she feels bad for him. Yes. And she wants to, to use her um, medicine to, to help him. So they have to like, <laughs> let her Beat in, rush around, whatever. And he's watching from above and he sees that she's like taking off all her jewelry. Cause she thinks that the guards yes. are like, uh, 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 because she's not <laughs> offering enough money. And they're all like, I can't let you in. Cause he's at spa day. So like, <laughs> I can't, so he, he, the, that's one of the first times that he looks so like gooey for her. Like, yes. he's like oh, okay. So I do need to make her my princess, Like, yeah. it was, but you know, and then when she says, cause they say medicine is outlaw, like you can't do it here. And she's like, I don't care. I'm doing it anyway. And it like, you could, it was like the first glimpse of understanding why he's so focused on becoming the crown prince because his mother's family was, um, all wiped out because they were supposedly, uh, traitors. And so she was the only one left alive. And then he made the, the void daddy made her a concubine. And so she's not, it's not just that it's the third, he's the third prince. It's that he's from the disgraced, Mm -hmm. you know, family. So he's supposed to have no possible way of ever becoming crown prince and taking over. So like, he's trying to restore honor for his mother and all of that. And so like, she's willing to go against the rules for me. And he knows that she's the wrong princess. So he knows that she's not the the void princess girl that she's supposed to be going to the heavenly realm and that for him, she would be willing to, to do that. So that's one of my favorite moments between them is like, I love that too. Yeah. But, and again, and it's the first time that he gets that, like, he's a, he's got a very boyish smile sometimes. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the first times. And, and then his, the, (laughs) I'm sure we're talking about other characters later, but his side character, like his sidekick, yes. the rolling of his eyes. I'm yes. just like, oh my gosh, you're falling for her already. Like <laughs> the goo, you said gooey. And that's <laughs> such a great description. That's exactly that, like he gets that like gooey look when he looks at mm-hmm. her best. So all right. Well, now let's talk about bad parenting. <laughs> Who is the most disappointing parent of the drama? You know, we actually have several to choose from. We have Beast mm. Dad. We have uh, Emperor Dad. We have Heavenly Princess, Prince Dad, sorry, Heavenly Prince's Dad. And we have Void Daddy. Mm. So, <laughs> Void Daddy would... is just rough love. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's teaching him to be tough and to yeah. survive in the void. Sure, sure, All that sure, sure. matters to him is results of who's going to kill people first. <laughs> See, he's he's training them like they need to be trained. Okay. I wish I had a recording of of what came you said in the car when we were talking about my daddy, but we, we don't. No, darn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay so bad parents who do you bad think parenting. is the worst i'm gonna i'm gonna go with the emperor dad i think yeah. he's awful mm-hmm. the human 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 dad. emperor, human yeah. emperor yeah. Dad. he's the worst he is there's no contest mm. yeah i agree although coming in second i do say that heavenly realm oh yeah yeah he's, second place yeah. 
He's very, I love the scene where she accuses him of using him just to make it so he can live comfortably. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That was a really great scene where she was was. just spouting and yelling. Yeah. Because he wasn't willing to try to bring back his soul altogether. Well, and she makes a good point of like, you sent off your, and I get 1200 years old. That's old. But he was a boy. But it was like, you sent off your your little son to do it instead of you. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, you're a coward pretty much. Yeah. And he wouldn't take the risk of bringing the shards together because it might not be a perfect version Mm. of like, yeah. And she basically called him out, which I thought was awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I loved how the entire kingdom, like when she was sneaking out to go start her journey oh, to bring them together, the how best. they all supported her, but by ignoring her and letting us. her out. <laughs> they can see you. They're just pretending. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, bad parents. Okay. So we think Emperor Dad's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. With, the runner, runner, with a very seconds. close runner up of the, the heavenly Emperor Dad. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, who's not the worst? Boy, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to dedicate a little time talking about Void Daddy. He lounges sexily in his <laughs> his throne, looking out over his kingdom with great hair. His facial hair could use some work, but that doesn't detract from how sexy he is. Even yeah. angry eyebrows yeah. just emphasize how hot his eyes are. So Void Daddy wins for being the hottest dad. Hashtag. Hashtag Boy Daddy. Boy Daddy. <laughs> I feel like this is the grassland hottie debate all I, over again. Yeah. Oh. No, no, no. Grassland hottie was the undeniable. I, he, I want to state here. This is drama geek. I want to state. Drama geek is, is wrong. <laughs> he, he is an attractive guy. And looking, I had to look at his pictures online to go, okay, yes. But like from his nose up, Yes, but uh, he suffers <laughs> from the beard, and I'm sorry, it's not his real beard because there are actually pictures out there with his real beard. I don't understand why they didn't let him have his real beard because it's just fine. But yeah, they had to give him an extra powerful, like he, it's a cruel beard or something. I don't know. It's like <laughs> it needed to be evil. He had an evil beard, not to be mistaken with demon fire demons beard which was like a sad that was worse <laughs> that was sad was limp so beard lint. did you say lint or limp limp, yeah. limp. i thought you said lint beard like like it was glued oh, on that one like, looks like they just like glued on just tiny pieces onto there was nothing sexy about fire demon beard that was sad but it didn't last for long so it's okay it didn't yeah no but boy, daddy, on the other hand, <sighs> drama geek. Yeah, he okay. So he, we were talking about horrible parents. Like he's the one that's possibly going to cause these two couples to have to collide, and and the sisters to possibly someday have to like fight yeah. against each other and kill each mm-hmm. other. And so what's he's- your point? <laughs> <laughs> His oh, nose oh, up hotness does not have <laughs> him- does not give him a pass for being. <laughs> It Have doesn't. you met me and K-Drama Jen? <laughs> <laughs> We're kind of shallow sometimes. And... I mean, 
in we this would, case. We would proudly wear hashtag boy daddy t-shirts. I'm okay. just saying. All right. <laughs> and that's that's like the nice version that Carrie would actually make us. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes yeah. it's um a little scary when we're like all together in person because <laughs> I was driving around in a car with K Muse and uh Drama Geek, but um it was the it was when we were with K Muse where we came up with all kinds of t-shirt ideas. No, she wouldn't have <laughs> indulged in the same way. Uh, I just keep rolling my eyes like the underling of the third friends. Exactly. Just like, oh gosh. Oh you guys, yeah. <laughs> But we just don't have solid couples. Okay. okay. We also have some really great and epic friends family. I totally agree. 100%. Yes. I'm not oh, sure do we I've get ever... to start with my favorite? Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I'm not sure we've ever had a drama where I've liked so many of the side characters. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, and their story arcs. I don't mind them having their own little bits of story. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them have really rich story arcs. Like, mm-hmm. it's yeah. really impressive. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so we're going to talk about my favorite, who's Void Bestie. Hi, Chow. <laughs> his comedic timing. He rolls his eyes. He snorts. Mm-hmm. He excla- mm-hmm. I mean, he does not hold back on making fun of the third prince. <laughs> and it is hilarious. And I love him. But he still, like, supports the third prince. But he's also mm-hmm. the best friend that the third prince needs. Just yeah. kind of rein him in. And he's hilarious. And I love that they don't hide the fact that he is dating um, the healer princess's uh, main maid servant person the sushi he's dating her he uh-huh. is? i didn't get that I oh yeah get- <laughs> it's kind of in the background but it's there they they don't hide it so huh. um obviously it wasn't <laughs> that <laughs> okay some of us were paying better attention <laughs> k-drama jen you've made it much farther do you think that they're dating <laughs> like- i haven't I don't know. Okay. No, he actually says at one point, I have to go on a date with Su Shui when he, when the third prince is trying to make him go do something. Okay. Uh, Well, it was subtle. (laughs) It was very subtle. (laughs) I thought that was pretty obvious, but okay. (laughs) Anyway, but yeah, I love him. One of four of us figured that out. It's not that obvious. (laughs) Well, obviously you all were falling asleep, so. Okay. Maybe we were distracted by thought he was just making a like joke, like you know. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Go on a date, whatever. Like, but not like he gets annoyed with her a lot. If they are dating, I have to go wash my hair or whatever. (laughs) I do. I do think he likes her. I just didn't know that they were openly going for the. I don't know. He out of all the because we were talking about how rich their their story arcs. I think his his story and then the dragonfly bestie whatever like they don't have a lot to do outside of supporting the guys mm-hmm. so like they don't get a lot of side story outside of just either being the comedic comedic like sidekick which he does an amazing job at mm-hmm. but like he i don't know anything else about him other than that and maybe he's dating another girl <laughs> but he's a great character i love him agree no. he's very funny his comedic timing is epic a phenomenal it is, it is. Yeah. It is. <laughs> And uh, he, he's a good friend too. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. like, yes, yeah. he harasses his friends, you know, like I do, but <laughs> in, the, in the moment of, of like need, he's there and he's like, he uses his power and he, 
and he does what he can to to protect his besties. So mm-hmm. I love that. So I we also get mad at him. Sorry, one more thing. Go ahead. He does keep interrupting their kisses, though. I know he is, and he does not apologize with that. <laughs> Just covers his eyes and walks. That's out. funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so we also have Beast Prince and the Bestie. Um, so the the Bestie is the girl that the bird. she's a bird Bestie mm-hmm. um, for um, for Yetan. And so this is also an interesting um, story arc. Beast Prince is the one who helped her in the beginning. Um, In fact, they thought that he was because their original plan was to steal away the bride. So um, (laughs) he did create like a he's really good with magical um, like machines or creating magical um, tools. And so he's he created something in the beginning that helped them that created the storm and then um he also has like the the wings that he used to fly into the heavenly kingdom and so on <clears throat> but he's had a crush on Yitan for years um and he's slowly accepting the fact that he's in the friend zone um, so I do, I think he's a good character. I think he's got some really interesting um, features of, of like, because he can, he's in the beast realm, so he can turn into a dog, <laughs> <laughs> into a puppy. And, uh, um, and they're building up, you know, he has, he has feelings for a princess, one of the heavenly princesses. So that's also an interesting like little side story and then the little um bestie friend that is the little bird um mm-hmm. she's boy she does everything she's been with Yatan all the way through everything um and she can impersonate others which i think there's some really good scenes where she does that um but you have not gotten to that yet so um oh, oh, oh. I just realized. Well, she did, um, imp- she did impersonate tell me one of my in- favorite scenes between the two of them. She impersonated the um, Yutan's dad. Yeah. And yeah. You, don't, oh, you don't know it right away. And she's all like yelling at him. And then she like yes. shakes him. And it's just like, oh, doesn't she go to choke him or something? Oh my gosh, that was the best. <laughs> and, oh, and stick the, the cloth in her mouth and everything. And yes. then she turns into the bird. So, you know, she helps her. I mean, the poor girl is locked in a her her room her whole like growing up either that or she gets tossed into prison so this is like her one companion besides her sister that she's she's had and she gets to you know she flies in and out and helps her out when she needs her but like it i think that uh the princess would be a lot have a lot harder time if she didn't have her as a companion Mm -hmm. agreed I really liked that scene where they were trying to save the sister from marriage. Mm. That was so great where he, and it showed that he did have some powers. He's not just yeah, like a servant, mm-hmm. you know, and then you learn, oh, he's a prince. Mm-hmm. And not only is he a prince, he's a, like a pretty talented prince, just not someone she can fall in love with. So I like that whole thing. I like that he's kind of getting his own romance that I actually noticed. 
<laughs> Even though the girl thought he was a puppy dog. I, I was going to say someday she's going to be mortified that she wiped his butt when he <laughs> like like the diaper on him. <laughs> and it keeps cracking me up that she's like, you smell like my dog. <laughs> it's, it's just cute. It's cute. I like both of them. And I love the bestie. She's so sassy and, you know, keeps keeps uh tan under control as much as anyone can mm-hmm. right. so supports her and then kind of suggests other things as necessary yes 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 but just yeah i don't know do we ever get the background on how they met uh she Not met so the far. prince no because she met the prince oh, when yeah, right. she had been bullied and yes. he came to her mm-hmm. as the puppy mm-hmm. yep yeah because he was right. running out okay. away yeah yeah, so gotcha. I'm assuming that he gave her his servant to protect her and watch over her kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Best thing he so. could have done for. Her. But so that's the background we get with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks for the reminder, because honestly, that that one went by fast and I missed it. No, not missed it. I just forgot. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beast people. They're good people. Yeah. <laughs> I like them. Which brings us to Dragonfly Bestie. And it took me a while to realize that he was the dragonfly. Because <laughs> we get the flashbacks <laughs> with the dragonfly. And I was like, oh, he's showing the dragonfly the plans, which means the bestie's the dragonfly cultivated. <laughs> oh, okay. Because the whole cultivating from animals and coriander and all that, yeah. it's sometimes confusing. <laughs> yeah. So. So anyway, um, I really like how loyal he is mm-hmm. and he is very much a very good left hand to the commander kind of thing or the right hand, whatever one's the one that does all the, the stuff for his, the general. And mm-hmm. I enjoyed it, especially when he got to do the fighting while, um, our heavenly prince was closing the chasm. Mm, he mm-hmm. got to do a, him and the younger brother got to do a lot and it was really cool to see them you know come into their own power so yeah and especially the little brother getting the confidence like knowing that his big mm. brother trusted him to step up as a defender and the confidence it gave him that was a really cool scene too mm-hmm. yeah well and the dragon the dragonfly bestie was able to like really because i don't i'm not sure that at the time the the his brother would have been able to deliver it in the same way that the because the dragonfly didn't get rid of his feelings so like he's <laughs> able to convey it to him and really like bolster him up and, and like you can do this your brother believes in you let's yes. go for it mm-hmm. type thing so he he really excelled in that moment and i i mean um, except for the fact that so i watched this part again today okay and i was like he has to ask him did he leave any kind of configurations <laughs> or oh now that you mention it you <laughs> right. have an, a diabolical plan to thwart the void uh you know i totally whatever. forgot about the magical zither thing right? that i was supposed to give to you <laughs> yeah oh by the way by the way is. yeah there's a zither <laughs> thanks for asking that just slipped oh, my goodness. mind so, yes, I, I agree while he got there, though, that once he got there, that it was super cool. So um, the snake tribe, the head of the snake tribe um, in the void realm, she comes to our healer princess 
and asks her to heal her because she was disfigured at some point in time. And her character has like so much potential. I can just see it like Mm -hmm, there mm -hmm. where she's definitely like, she helps them out in being able to make um, medicine not illegal in the, so she helps them out and she becomes a really good ally for them. And she has a lot, like, she seems like a very interesting character that we may see a lot more layers later. And she was very intriguing. Even the moment she walked in, I was like, Ooh, mm-hmm. this person. <laughs> I really liked her. I loved her. I loved that there was a moment when she stood up and she said, um, you know, I, I'm going to vouch for the healer princess, mm-hmm. the snake tribe will vouch for her. And the empress is like, oh, but I'm the, and she's like, no, you married out of here. I am now mm-hmm. the, you know, mm-hmm. the, the tribe mother. The right. tribe mother. Yes. Yeah. And the, that was that, powerful. Yeah. That mm-hmm. empress is like, Ugh, I don't, <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's up there with the uh, the daddies. Like she, she's well, and she's the mother of the second prince that, isn't Which is that likable? Kind of weird, honestly. Their relationship's just a little. <laughs> it's a little too close. A little yeah. weird. It reminds me of one of the princes in um the Scarlet Heart. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. And the, and the mom in that one. <laughs> I I think he was the first prince that way. They just had it like the one that wore all the. Eye makeup and makeup. Yeah. Yeah. And the earrings. They, that was good so makeup. Odd. <laughs> it's so odd. Such a weird relationship. It was like, oh, and especially because she looks the same age. Yeah. <laughs> I think that mm-hmm. does not help. <laughs> and I just, with the politicking that's going on, I love that we have Snake Tribe Lady in our Healer Princess's corner because mm-hmm. obviously that's going to be a problem. Obviously, the Empress is going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, did first prince's mom die? Is that why we have this empress that's the mom of the second prince? They don't say. Okay. I'm just going to assume since she's not I was going to say, I would assume so. Yeah. Either that or it's a concubine and that had the first son. Because mm-hmm. they don't go yeah. by who's most likely to uh, be the next emperor. They go by age or birth age. Mm-hmm. Right. So first prince is the first one born, whether it's by the queen or the concubine. Yeah. Or consort. It didn't She's matter. She's just not he's a first part prince. of. Yeah. The... He's just not part of the story one way or yeah. the other. Okay. That doesn't hurt my head at all. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so second prince is obviously the son of the empress. The empress. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. yes. the legal empress. Yes. Yeah. And then so. third prince is the concubine's son. Yes. Right. Got it. Okay. Maybe that doesn't hurt as much as thought. All right. Try some of the dramas where suddenly there's like 15th prince and you know, you're like, who's all these baby mamas? (laughs) Oh, my fourth drama was Scarlet Heart. Can I just say I had to make a flow chart because that is was it Scarlet Heart the Chinese version or was the Korean? Because the Chinese version is much more it made a lot more sense because, again, they number them. So yeah. it makes it so much easier to follow who's who. It's like, yeah. oh, third prince and fourth prince are the ones fighting, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it makes yeah. it a lot easier than having to remember names. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's all good. So originally, I thought they were going to introduce her as, like, a love triangle thing. Kind of like they, like, 
fake introduced the girl in the mm. heavenly realm that she might be a love triangle, but mm-hmm. she didn't end up being one. I thought that it might be similar here where she's, oh, she's likes third prince. But now I think she kind of likes maybe first prince. I could see something happening there. Mm-hmm. Yes, because yes. she did some sparks were definitely going in behind her eyes when first prince was being all, you know, kind of ogreish and what he wants to do with those animal pelts. But <laughs> <laughs> there was definitely interest in her expressions. So there was. I think yes, we're gonna mm-hmm. go yeah. that direction. Yeah, yeah. And I'd be okay with that actually. Me too. I, mm-hmm. I, I really like First Prince. Mm-hmm. Me too. When he's on he's his adorable motorcycle. and he's brutish. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I maybe sent a picture <laughs> of the actor who was for the purposes of science, science. Uh, who had his shirt off while riding a motorcycle. Um, I mean, he was posed on a motorcycle. <laughs> why, does, why does science always include being shirtless? That's what I want to know. <laughs> we love science. It's the it's the study of muscles. Right. Um, I think, and and it helps if there's not a shirt over them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. uh, that's my story. I'm sticking to <laughs> Yes. <laughs> All right. So I'm supposed to talk about the twins. Please help. The siblings the of the siblings. The, yeah, the, his, the heavens. His younger... oh, oh, the little brother and sister. Got yeah. it. Yeah, they're twins. Are they? I did not realize that. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they are. I don't know. I thought they were. And there's the a love story between the void bestie and Sushui. So it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think that the the brother twin, I, I assume they were twins. Maybe they're not. But I assume hmm. the brother was going to be romantically involved, maybe with the coriander servant. Mm-hmm. That's See, when they were the little impression. kids, they didn't look the same age when they were all coming up to yeah. like for the one guy to volunteer, oh, no, the one guy, the heavenly prince <laughs> to volunteer to go off and to, you know, cultivate himself. I felt but like now the, they the look girl the looked the youngest. She but looked now they younger look the than the same them. age now. Gotcha. Well, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just we live thousands of years. <laughs> if they're not twins, <laughs> if someone has read the novel, let us know because mm-hmm. this exactly. is based on a novel. Mm-hmm. So okay. Drop in a message to us, please, please. <laughs> All right, so the brother and sister, the little brother and sister from the heavenly realm, I like them. They're absolutely naive, but they're willing to support Yeten in whatever she does. And they are just like, when they're all in the mortal realm together, I love watching how they work together. And like like we talked about before, when little brother got the zither in the battle at the edge of the chasm of the world or whatever, and his confidence... You know, just all of that. I love how they're being portrayed as complete persons and not just siblings with one note personalities. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like that because like they they get a side story, but it's not because I mean, we already have two main couples, so we don't need mm-hmm. a ton of extra couples, but it's just enough to kind of give them uh, some layers of personality and, you know, his automatic interest in the uh, coriander plant that he thinks that he watered back mm-hmm. in the day. <laughs> these, <laughs> these romances that come in. I watered a flower a thousand years ago and now she's come back to meet me and I love her now. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> like, but um, I like that it showed 
his person because he saw that you know she was being treated poorly and he automatically was you know very nice to her and sweet and again i feel like even the void prince which we're going to talk the first first prince we're going to talk about later there are are few ca- uh, characters that are you know that's an evil person that's an evil person that's an evil person but the rest of them they have they have a lot of layers to where it's like these twins could be stuck up you know they're heavenly you know they could be mean to her or any of that kind of stuff but they're all very nice sweet people mm-hmm. and then you know they go to the the human realm and they have to kind of learn to take care of themselves a little bit so i like their journey that they're already going on i like their possible side love interests that don't take up too much. It's just kind of there a little bit here and there. Um, <clears throat> I really enjoy how they've interacted with uh, Yitan and on her side. And it'll be interesting to f- see how everybody reacts when they find out that she's the wrong princess, but I don't, mm-hmm. you know, they've already established enough of a relationship. They're not going to care. So yeah. Except yeah. for the dad. Oh, well, the, the dad's, dad's going to yeah. care, yeah, obviously, <laughs> but <laughs> The mom will have her back. We didn't mention her. Uh, we have mentioned her a little bit, but like she's one of my favorite characters too. I just love how much she's, you know, she helps her son and takes care of her kids and all that kind of stuff. So, yep. yeah. Well, and I also love the scene. Well, there's several scenes that I love that involve the the younger siblings. And of course, where he is eating hot pot with her and eating the sacred <laughs> bowl. And she gets him drunk drunk. (laughs) so she can steal his, his, what is it called? The seal. Yeah. 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 Yeah, The token. But I also love when she drags them to the mortal world at towards the end of the episodes that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. She drags them and she's like, but you're not making fun of me for not having air now you know it's like you're starving because this is what human humanity is now you know my pain and they're all super hungry yeah. and they they break into a church and eat the offerings which was kind of hilarious <laughs> that was hilarious because yeah. it was a temple to for their the brother temples. yeah with the statue with the, yes. with the horrible smile <laughs> yes yes so it's the, there's just a lot of great scenes. There are great side characters that really mm-hmm. just flesh out the world. So, and just a quick note on on First Prince because I had taken him out because we kind of talked about him before. But there's a lot of scenes where he does enrich the story, like where he is the character that Third Prince is jealous of. I love their jealousy issues. Mm-hmm. It's so adorable, and. First Prince is so not deep when he's thinking no. about to like. <laughs> oh, he's such a himbo. Princess, yes, he's very much mm-hmm. a himbo, but he's not cruel or horrible like Second Prince is. Right, mm-hmm. and so he's there's definitely signs where you're like, well, he could be a supportive brother mm-hmm. given the right circumstances, and mm-hmm. yeah. and maybe with a little bit more backing off of void daddy the only negative thing i'll ever say about void daddy <laughs> so. <laughs> all right so what are two favorite scenes or story arcs in this drama so far and i want to say my one of my favorite scenes was the switching of the princesses when they're about to be taken to their various kingdoms to get married 
And that whole scene was a lot of fun with everyone trying to figure out how not to get either recognized or to escape or <laughs> to just cause chaos, except for Heavenly Prince, who's very on, wants it by the, above the book, you know, <laughs> but everyone else is just chaos themselves. <laughs> and it was so much fun to see everything and watch third princes conniving on how he's going to switch the princesses and the middle of the, the windstorm that the beast prince has created to make sure the woman he loves isn't taken away to get married. Mm -hmm. and all of that was so much fun. And I love that scene. And then another scene that really stood out is I really liked the, um, when we had the meteor shower with both mm -hmm. of the couples, mm -hmm. that really mm -hmm. was a moment where both couples really connected emotionally and I thought it was really strong and very good comparing both of the relationships at the same time. And e both of them were equally on a even level at that point. So I like that. So um, for me, one of the most moving scenes was when we were um, how Heavenly Prince is down trying to heal the, the chasm and our seal and uh then we have like everybody's been sort of captured and um but the people that have been around Etan up in the heavenly realm mm. start like circling around her and they're like we're going to protect you mm -hmm. and it was like you could see this found family that she's created for herself they were willing to sacrifice themselves to protect her and it's the closest she's ever come to having a real family other than her sister. It's like what her dad should have done. But we mm -hmm. see that juxtaposed because the dad and the Beast King actually left. Mm, and yep. so, you know, she was totally left there on her own. I mean, he didn't know it was her and whatnot. But like, it was such a powerful moment. I just loved it so much. Um, it really was just I thought really powerful storytelling because we get to really see like, wow, look what she has created for herself. Um, so that is probably, that's one of my favorites. Um, and then I loved <laughs> what kind of started it all when she was fangirling over <laughs> the, 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 the first prince coming in and, and she's like, um, and when he was going to be um, assassinated and she warned him because, you know, she was such a fangirl. Oh my gosh, that scene was awesome. Um, and we've already talked about like the uh, eating of the bull. So that was also a favorite scene. And both of my favorite scenes slash story arcs have to deal with Yetan too. I love that she learned how to kick butt. Like she is not helpless. She learned like in the alleyway when she was trying to defend herself from um, Xiaodan. Like she had these little pre-prepared spells. I don't know exactly what they were and they didn't <laughs> totally work, but like she was trying. They fell For out of somebody... her pocket or whatever. She dumped them all out and then just kept <laughs> yeah. tossing them at him. Yeah. And he just kind of kept batting them away. But the fact was she was prepared. She was doing her best to defend herself. She didn't have the education to, but she was trying. And then she knows how to fight. And so I just, I love to see how she, how resourceful she's been throughout her childhood, despite everything. I just... I, that aspect of her character just really calls to me. I, I love it. 
And then my other favorite story arc is when she's working with Xiao Dan when he's the fire demon or not the fire demon and just helping him try to reach an accord with the villagers because, you know, they've been blaming him for the destruction of everything. And so she comes to an understanding of how destructive she was and how he felt when he was cleaning up her mess. But she's also kind of having her own reconciliation moment with herself that other people are also picked on and shunned for Mm -hmm. who they are. And so I just, I really liked it. And she really opened up to him, like, you know, helping him. Like she kept saying, yeah, I've been there too. I've experienced Mm -hmm. this too. Um, I found myself really hoping that he remembers that when he comes back to himself. I think one of my favorite scenes that hasn't been talked about yet is the, when she helps him. um, So it's, she is the Dan and the heavenly prince. um, When he finally has to kind of come to terms with the fact that, so his, his mentor is the one that sealed the um, chaos mm -hmm. off first. And then, um, and he had, and he died. So like he watched it happen. And then his dad calls him and is like, okay, and you're going to be the next one that has to do it. And so from that point on, that was part of why he sealed all this, the emotions off. Nobody necessarily really told him he had to do that, but that's just kind of what he started doing because he was scared. He, it was, it was frightening and he was terrified of like, one day I'm going to have to do this. And so he kind of sealed that away. And she helped him realize that, no, that's a part of life. That's a part of just, you know, being able to do walk, you know, do what you need to do. You have to be able to have fear. And so he wasn't able to, so before it was whatever the unfinished celestial, what did you guys said it earlier? I can't remember, but like the only way he was able to obtain what he needed to eventually see, do the seal and accomplish what he needed to accomplish was when she had him face his fear and embrace it. And so like his younger self was there and she had, you know, and he did that. And then that's kind of when the, the, um, his exterior hard shell starts kind of breaking apart. And then mm-hmm. she's able to reach him on an emotional level versus before he was just like, okay, I have to get her under control yeah. <laughs> and I have to make yeah. her obey. So my dad will be okay with her type thing. And I feel like that was uh, a really powerful moment in his story arc. And even for hers, like the both of them, I really liked that. Um, and then I like any time they've had the sisters together, yeah. like when they mm-hmm. show their bond, especially like before, cause you know, the night before they both get, um, sent off to marry dad puts on this huge show fireworks and everything. And Yutan has been put into to a prison cell and we see that she's been there many, many times throughout her life. And her mm-hmm. sister comes and gets her out. And their talk that before and the the handkerchief that she made her with the not so great, like she's supposed to be this perfect, beautiful, wonderful princess and, and women at that time, they would have been able to stitch really well. And unfortunately she's sure hers is not that great, but it, it's so sweet and comes in handy in the heavenly realm for her and everything. And I just, I love, and even when they find each other again, um, later on in the episodes, like just their bond makes me so happy. I love any scene that they're together. I agree. Mm-hmm. All right. So we finish episode 15 with the void couple gaining legitimacy for the healing princess's medical skills and third prince gaining favor with void daddy, hashtag void daddy. <laughs> and Itan going off to search for the shards of heartless uh, Shaldian's um, 
memories so or his personality pieces which fell to the human realm so with these she's going to be able to bring back her love after he was killed saving the four realms so are these story arcs still working for us and are we still buying the romance so i'm all in a hundred percent all in um yes i think you know it's after watching a lot of these uh, chinese dramas like I think going to the mortal realm is always an important time to kind of discover something new. And I think that um, we are definitely going to see lots of new sides. Um, and I can't say too much more because I've actually <laughs> seen um, <laughs> what the shards are like. And mm-hmm. so um, and I really, really love the, being in the mortal realm with them. Um, and then as far as third prince and healing princess um you know you get to see at the very end of 15 like she is now committed she knows what itan wants to accomplish and so she's now committed to basically doing what she can to thwart third prince from killing the shard the Mm -hmm. fiery demon or whatever and so like and it's interesting because you know third prince is really smart he certainly has picked up on it like he's like wait why she has all of these um buns you know like and (laughs) and clearly she didn't eat 15 you know baskets of them or whatever it was um he's like but she's not telling me Mm. um i wonder where she's like how did she get to be so diabolical and then his (laughs) destiny is like "Mm, i guess i know where that came from you know (laughs) So that was really she had funny. to learn it to hide it from her dad. Like it, she's she's too. very, she's very good at like protecting her sister and hiding things from very her dad, true. So very yeah. true. But it was hilarious just to have him be like, mm, uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so but like it's a really interesting point in their relationship because she now has to actively work against the the goals of third prince. Mm-hmm. And third prince is aware that she's doing that but also is starting to be aware of his feelings for her. And so like, it's, it's a really interesting time. Um, so for me, yes, these story arcs are absolutely working and I'm a hundred percent on board with both romances. Can I you? agree. <laughs> Somebody, anybody <laughs> not Probably. having names is like, <laughs> anyway, I totally agree. I'm very happy with where they are. I'm excited to meet the other shards of uh, Heavenly Prince's uh, personalities. Um, and again, I, I, I now that I know the cycle and kind of the rhythm of these dramas, um, I'm excited to see them in the in the human realm and and not as like let's just get back to the you know the other stuff that this a lot of important things are, are going to happen in the human realm. And I'm excited as soon as, you know, more episodes become available to me, I will binge more. And I have to say, after watching Yetan go, go after Xiaodan and just everything she's done to turn towards him, like I'm fully invested in that journey and to see the, and now to see healer princess and third prince, like realize he's realizing she's maneuvering against him and yet he still loves her. And so he's got a big decision somewhere down the road he's gonna have Mm. to choose his ambitions or hers and so i'm i'm interested like the tension has ratcheted up for me and i'm really invested in seeing where they they end up 
Agreed. Thanks for joining us. We'd love to, we'd love to hear what you thought about this episode. You can reach us on Twitter, on Facebook, or through our Patreon page. The links are in our show notes. We love blogging about Asian dramas, but behind the scenes, we have so much more to say and we want to share it with you. And talking is so much faster than typing. 